Hello and welcome to this episode of a Clean Bill of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Galen Nuttall, and as always, this is the spot where I interview people who are up to amazing things, supporting and enhancing the lives of physicians, especially Canadian physicians. Now, I have a quick question before we hop on over to the episode. Have you ever wanted to work with a financial planner, pay them for their advice or a plan, but not have to buy a product from them? I got good news for you. I do that. It's called fee-based planning, where you pay for a plan that answers your top questions like, should I pay off debt or invest? Am I making the most of my corporation? How should I invest inside of my corporation? What do I need to do to be on track for retirement? And much, much more. If you want to know more and are wondering if you're a good fit for fee-based planning, head on over to galenhelpsdocs.com. That's G-A-L-E-N helpsdocs.com. Read up more about it and book a free call where you and I will talk and see if you're a good fit for fee-based planning. And now on with the show. So here I am joined with Dr. Kevin Milo uh, from Physician Empowerment. We're going to talk a lot about the upcoming conference coming up June 4th and 5th that I know you guys are working incredibly hard at putting together what's shaping up to be an amazing conference. Going to talk a lot about that, a lot about the uh, interactions you've had with physicians around finance and well-being over the past past many years. And before we do that, um, how about you give a quick intro to let people know like who you are, where you're from and what you're up to. Uh, so Galen, I'm really happy to be here. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned, as you mentioned, I'm Kevin Milo. I'm one of the founders of uh, Physician Empowerment, and we started years ago. We started back in 2016, um, holding you know workshops and our national conference um, around physician financial health. Um, so we've been at it for years. Uh, a lot of experience, and and probably the thing that excites me the most is just the journey uh, and how how much we all share in common. When we when we struggle with these questions about finance and, and balancing our, our work life, uh, um, you know our personal lives and, and our careers, um, but I've I've absolutely loved it and I'm very very excited for our conference coming up June third to fifth in beautiful Toronto, and of course we've got a great live stream option for anybody uh, that cannot attend in person. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, we'll talk a bit about the lineup in a minute and give people a link and promo code and everything for the conference. Um, what I'd love to talk a bit about is, uh, you know, what are some of the general, like you talked a bit about work-life balance. Before we hit record, we talked a little bit about like lots of people having lots of opinions around finance. So I'd be very curious to see uh, what you've garnered from that, from the side of supporting physicians on their financial journey. Like what are, are there some general things you've seen? Are there some important questions you've seen that people should be asking? Like what are some nuggets we can take from all those interactions? Sure. Um, where do you want me to start? Well, I guess one thing would be is, um, oh man, I so many places to start, but yeah, like, behind closed doors, like are there things that people are saying around finances that maybe doctors aren't sharing openly or maybe things like, you know, like, cause, so what I'll say is like, I find that a lot of physicians think everyone else has it all figured out. And behind closed doors, I find that's not the case. Uh, a lot of people are, you know, there's a couple maybe vocal people that have it quote unquote figured out, but a lot of people are very busy or too, a lot of physicians are too busy to figure out, but like, what's your experience been around maybe yeah, what people yeah, say think, behind closed you know doors? I think that that's a great, great starting point. Um, so we as physicians um, do struggle with this issue and I have seen it for years. Um, you can see it in other forums and, and places as well, where people will post anonymously uh, on a, on the Facebook group saying, you know, this is what I'm struggling with. This, these are the questions that I've got. And so this issue is very, very common. I think what surprised me um, you know, in this journey is that many people who have been in practice for years and years are not necessarily substantially more knowledgeable 
as the mm-hmm. as the course of their career goes on. And it was funny because I remember being in, in residency in medical school with my wife, who is the much smarter Dr. Milo. She's an internationally renowned pediatric neurologist. Um, but I remember both of us just wondering, what do we do here? You know, we've got two kids, then we had a third, then we had a fourth, and really didn't know what we were doing with our finances. And, you know, you kind of were always under this impression that once you graduated, you'd be more like, you know, um, you know, a, a practicing physician who kind of has it all figured out. But then as yeah. I talked to practicing physicians before I found a physician empowerment, I realized that many are struggling with these issues. But let me stop there for one minute and just tell you how proud I am of that fact. Because yeah. what I discovered in this journey doing physician empowerment over the years is that one of the top reasons why physicians do not have extensive financial or investing knowledge do not know how to maximize their PCs and struggle with tax planning is that we are simply very, very busy serving our patients and serving the community. That the vast majority of us went into this profession to improve the lives of our patients and serve society. So I'm incredibly proud of the fact that we struggle on these issues because it speaks so highly of so many of us that are out there giving it our all, right? And especially our family physicians um, who are just the backbone of our healthcare system. Yeah. Right. And so, so don't feel bad. That's the message I want to, I want to get out to you is number one, don't feel bad that you don't know because the vast majority of us struggle mm-hmm. with financial education, mm-hmm. even myself, right. Even as somebody who teaches it, who has extensive experience in it, I know when to reach out to a specialist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important parallel is I deal with advisors real estate professionals that help me get where I'm going financially, that I do not try to do it all. And I think that's probably the next thing that I'll segue to in my observations is that many physicians are very hands-on when it comes to investing. Gee, some of them do their own accounting, which I'm quite shocked by uh, because that is a lot of work. Um, Some of them do their own bookkeeping, you know, and the list goes on and on. They're picking their own stocks and some are very good at it, but others struggle. And I've seen many physicians lose or underperform I've seen many physicians make major tax planning errors that cost them thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of their career. So, and and again, I don't want to necessarily say that's a bad thing either, because I think it speaks to our professional conscientiousness, right? Like, you know, if I was undergoing surgery, I wouldn't want the surgeon to be like, ah, good enough. Ah, I'm not going to throw another (laughs) knot in there. I'm sure that bowel isn't going to leak. No, you want somebody who's really diligent. And I mean, even in my own, in my own practice as an emergency physician, I'm extremely diligent. I'll double check that. I'll go back to the patient and ask them another question. Maybe I should do, you know, another test, right? So, so, you know, that's a very good trait. We should celebrate that, but we should also recognize that when we are working these long hours, 60, 70 hours a week, which is not unusual for a full-time, full-time, more than full-time, obviously, more than 40 hours, um, you know, position Mm -hmm. is that, um, is that as we run out of hours in a week, the remaining free hours that we have are very, very important, not only for family time and hobbies, but even just for our own personal well-being. I'm talking about sleep, exercise, eating right, even just having quiet and doing nothing, Mm -hmm. no charting, no paperwork, no emails, no obligations to other people, just doing nothing. But we fill up that time with micromanaging our finances. Yeah. And so this is another big struggle, right? So one of the growth, one of the growths that I underwent as uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, 
and as a as a business person, but also as a doctor, was learning to let go. Yeah. Step back, trust the professionals that I hire. Obviously, you need to manage your managers. As I say, you need to be in touch. You need to know how to talk the language. But at some point, you need to step back and trust somebody else in their process, yeah. right? And so I do that across my real estate companies. Um, I do it, you know, with physician empowerment and our producers, um, you know, and even in my medical practice, I've evolved a little bit more and I work very collaboratively with um, our nurse practitioners and RNs who are just outstanding. I'm so proud of, of our team at my little hospital that I work at little, we're pretty busy actually. Um, <laughs> but the bottom line is, is we can grow as people and we can become more mature. And that was definitely it for me because I used to do a lot in my company. Yeah. Now I, I've stepped back and I'm happier. And I'm more successful in them. And I believe that that is what we can all achieve as, you know, physicians who want to invest is, yeah. you know, it's okay to engage a specialist. I mean, we do that in our practice, right? If we have insurance questions, we should go to an insurance agent. If we have questions about accounting and tax planning, find a great accountant, pay them what they're worth yeah, and get the questions you need answered. Because these things that we put on the table like this, can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. in, in taxes, in investment returns, but more importantly than that, our personal happiness mm-hmm. and well-being. And what is that worth yeah. when you can free up many, many hours over the course of your year and your career by delegating out to excellent professionals? And it takes some work to find great people, but it can be done. Absolutely. So that's another observation I'd like to share. So the first one I shared was, you know, um, just, you know, how little folks know, um, which I, again, am very proud of. Yeah. And then the next part that we tend to be very hands-on. And I, in my opinion, we struggle with micromanaging, which is a positive in many aspects yeah. of our careers, but it doesn't necessarily translate into a successful uh, financial journey for physicians when we are too involved. And even yeah. if you are successful, even if you hit like a great net worth, $10 million or more, but the whole time you did it, you were burnt out and tired. Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Right. Like that's the question, right? That's it. It comes back to, I, I don't know. I've gotten maybe a little more philosophical as I've gotten <laughs> older, Galen, but I, for me, it's, I'm less about the goal and more about the journey and the process, yeah. right? Like if I'm not loving what I'm doing now, when am I going to be happy? Right. So if it's just, always if every week is stressful every week you feel like you don't have enough hours every year you're worried about money then even if you're making great returns even if you're growing your net worth are you happy yeah with that level of stress or should yeah. you bring somebody in to the conversation who can be there to help you so you don't have to feel alone that's maybe the next thing i'm going to segue to yeah is that can i cut in for a second to like reiterate a few things or like highlight yeah, a few yeah, things yeah, really quick. I, I can just go on here. <laughs> well, like so many good things in there. I mean, one is I love how you're uh, reframing that. So that first point of like physicians not necessarily being great business, having that business mind, flipping it on its head because I hear that as a criticism sometimes. Oh, doctors aren't business minded. And you're like, yeah, they're not. And it's a good thing in a lot of ways because it's more about care. It's more about patient interaction. It's more about taking care of people. And actually, one of the reasons I love working with physicians is I like working with people who are passionate about what they do. And like when I work with people who are miserable and counting down every day until they're done doing what they do, like I used to have a couple clients like that. And I got, I didn't work with them anymore because I was like, they're miserable all the time, waiting, like waiting and waiting. So I love that. I definitely see that where physicians are usually quite passionate about caring for people, taking care of people. And maybe that lends to that business minded. And then what you're saying about the impact of, um, you know, being micromanaging, um, 
literally a week ago, I finalized a plan for someone and it was actually millions of dollars of difference between just, just one way that they were managing their corporation and debt. Like yes. just that one concept of how are we going to pay off our debt and how are we going to take money out of our corporation? We made a small tweak where they didn't have to pay any more money than they were going to pay. They just changed the way they were doing it. And the ultimate impact was an extra $2 million of net wealth during retirement of this simple, I know, simple change. I know, like this and is I just... was like, did we just earn the planning fee or did we not earn the planning fee yeah. by telling you this one? Right. You know, you spend tweet. five grand on, on planning and you come out with that kind of result. I mean, this is why, I mean, you know, we realize the value of these conversations, Galen, because, you know, at Physician Empowerment, we, we have our national conference um, and it's an incredibly valuable resource for Canadian physicians. We also run small groups and then we do one-on-one coaching. Yeah. And it's amazing when you talk to somebody and you discover what some of the issues are. I mean, we call in physician empowerment, we call these million dollar conversations. Mm-hmm. Because you sit down with somebody, especially somebody in the early part of their career oh, where there's yeah. enough time to compound the effect. And we, we're going to talk about like compounding returns uh, later at the conference. But, you know, this opportunity to compound, I mean, knowledge and, and a network is your tool to success. Right. And, and there's just a limit to how much we can do on our own. And that's why it's so important to engage high quality professionals who are going to help us get millions of dollars ahead. Yeah. Right. I mean, this is worth something. Yeah. And what I'll say is, um, to get absolutely like those conversations, million dollar conversations. And this isn't like the one I'm, the example I'm using, fascinating enough, isn't even an early career physician. It's a mid to late career physician who's going to make a couple small tweaks that's going to impact the next 30 years of their lives. When I'm working with people who are coming right into practice, like, yes, quite easily having million dollar conversations. And what I'll say from having had some interaction with some of the physicians that are part of your group, they're part of, um, the conversations with your team is that I think a big thing that you guys are doing must be doing because I'm I'm not a physician so I'm not actually a, a, like inside the the you know the the coaching or anything but um, what I've seen from talking to people who are working with you guys is you must be creating spaces where people feel safe to be sharing what is going on for them because I feel like that's one potentially one of the reasons why doctors micromanage is there is this level of well a is there is there is a fear of being taken advantage of that's certainly abundant in for physicians with financial professionals and the second thing i find is it's really hard and i'm you know like what i think about is i have a masters in education like well educated all that jazz i went to venezuela when I first moved to Venezuela, I didn't speak the language because I lived in Venezuela for a while. I didn't speak the language. Little kids were laughing at the way I was talking. And it was very difficult because I felt stupid. And I'm like, I don't like feeling stupid. (laughs) Nobody does. (laughs) Nobody likes feeling stupid. And it's easy to be afraid of feeling stupid in these types of conversations. Like I had a meeting with someone with a corporation yesterday. They had just opened their corporation. And they're like, Galen, I'm, I'm embarrassed to ask this, but like, Will my corporation have its own bank account? Like, is that how this works? And I like I walked them through some of the simplest things around incorporation, and they were like immensely grateful for it. And they're like, Galen, I'm just afraid to ask these questions because I feel like they're stupid questions. Like, and they they opened up with me and asked the questions. But you you guys must be creating spaces of of where people feel safe and like they can they can bring this up without fear of uh, you know feeling stupid or judged or anything like that. Absolutely, Galen. And that's, that's what's been so powerful about our small groups that we operate in, what's been so powerful about the national conference that we host. And there's something about, you know, seeing, you know, your colleagues like in person or even over Zoom. Zoom's actually been very positive that way, right? Yeah. And to just be able to, to have that connection with other people. And I'm amazed. Well, 
number one, I'm amazed how much learning takes place across that people will start sharing their own experiences. And we've had conference years where somebody attended one year and then they come back to me in the, the subsequent year and they say, you know what, Kevin, I'd love to present on this, uh, right? That's cool. And we've had that over and over again. And so it's really exciting to bring ourselves together and contribute to the conversation um, and to just, and to not feel alone. And I mean, this goes all the way back to our training. Um, and like you said, not feeling stupid. I mean, during medical school and residency, you never wanted to get caught not mm-hmm. knowing something, especially not knowing <laughs> yeah. something basic, yeah. right? But there are so many basic financial principles many of us struggle with, like the advantages of real estate. People do not fully understand that. Mm-hmm. And they're scared to ask questions around yeah. what, what the real returns on real estate are, or what, you know, what does compounding really mean in our lives? Mm-hmm. Or what does, what does long-term tax planning mean, right? So these big topics, um, some of them are relatively easy to grasp, but they take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we, you know, we don't have the necessarily the ability to go through, through all of it. And, um, and so that's where it's been, been really helpful, yeah. um, to support physicians in that conversation and just not feeling alone. And it's funny, I get those emails <laughs> from people that will, will come to our events and then they'll, they'll write privately later, just saying how much it's meant to them. And I've had some, some that I actually keep. Uh, well, I keep them all, but I have some that, you know, like I printed out uh, because they're very personal letters talking about, you know, how, you know, one physician uh, went bankrupt, wow. lost his house, moved to a high cost city that he wasn't expecting, had a drop in his billings, Man. couldn't keep the house, right? And and the conference represented a turning point where he felt like he was back in control of his life again, mm-hmm. that he was developing the tools to take back his life. And so you, you hear those stories and that's what's so energizing. That's why, you know, I say the journey has been so meaningful for me um, be, to just connect on that emotional and personal level. That's the other thing incredible. as well is that the world is full of knowledge, um, you know, more so than ever in human history, right? I mean, you can go on the internet, you can go onto YouTube, watch a great video about finance or insurance or whatever, right? But to access knowledge it, without wisdom is not as meaningful as we think it is, right? Um, because in the end, whatever financial plan physicians build has to be built in a way that reflects them personally. So things like risk tolerance, age, dependence, all those sorts of things, but also reflects our career, Yeah. right? Like, you know, do you want a portfolio of rental properties you need to be, you know, fairly involved with yeah. If you're working 60, 70 hours a week, mm-hmm. like, is that really what you want? Even if it makes yeah. you lots of money, is it actually going to work for you? Or should you be joining a real estate fund, mm-hmm. right? Where it's hands off, maybe the returns are a little bit lower, but my goodness, you have some peace of mind, <laughs> right? Yeah. So those sorts of questions you need to ask yourself, like what's going to fit for me, right? And even within different, like even within the same specialty, the same hospital, Take a take a look around in your clinic or your hospital and you know, look at everyone's life and compare theirs to yours, their career to yours. I mean, you've got a colleague that's 50% research and administrative time, maybe they can pick stocks yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're out there, you know, doing a ton of call and you can't because you're too exhausted to. It's a mental effort. Yeah. Not just your time. It's a yeah. mental effort. And we call that decision fatigue, which we reach very quickly in the emergency department, oh, right? Because no got you know 10 patients on the go yeah. and you constantly have to make small and big decisions and so it's not easy to wrap up a shift and then come home and pick stocks which is why i don't do it 
Yeah. And I think and I, I love that. Yeah. And I love that what you're saying, because it's not just a numbers game. Like if if everyone was the same and if all the variables were the same, it would be very easy to give black and white advice to everyone. Like I, I tried ages like a while ago, I created a course, financial literacy course for physicians. And I tried to create a decision tree to like help people figure yeah. out their own path. And it got so complicated so fast because there's so yeah. many variables that I gave up because I was like, it's impressive. there's no, there's no amount of, of surveys or segmentation yeah. or any variables. Like I tried, I tried to create this whole flow chart to help people. And then all out. of a sudden, you realize you, you've got like a page full of arrows oh, it was, and boxes. It got way right. too, because there was so many different, yeah. I mean, so many different yeah. minutes. And, and this is, again, changed. it comes back to mm-hmm. wisdom. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we know this, especially in medicine. Like, yes, there's a lot of medicine that is protocolized. Yes, there are certain things you have to do right um, within your given specialty. However, when you have the patient in front of you, mm-hmm. that's much more nuanced. I mean, that's what we call the art of medicine. Yeah. And the same thing applies in our financial lives, right? There's lots of knowledge. There's lots of resources out there, but accessing mm-hmm. wisdom and then applying that wisdom yeah. in your life is so important. Yeah. Right? Because the yeah. goal isn't actually, this is, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm going to go, I'm going to go on for, for a minute here, but the goal isn't about reaching a certain net worth mm-hmm. or a certain amount of passive income. The goal should actually be, where do I take my life? How do I make myself happier, sleeping better, more relaxed, more satisfied in my personal life and professional life? That's that's the dream mm-hmm. we have at Physician Empowerment to transform physicians' lives, to create financial security so that Canadian doctors can live their best personal lives and can live their best professional lives and not be worried about money. That is so powerful. That's a gift. And so it's less about a number. Less about like, how well did your portfolio do this year? Yeah. Right. How much did you pay in tax? I mean, all those things obviously matter, but the overarching goal, the overarching theme should really be, is this making me happier? Yeah. So that's the thing I would encourage Canadian physicians to reflect on as they look at their finances, try to align it with your personal and career goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think all fit. And I love that because I think it can be very simple, very easy to, uh, to get lost in, the numbers to get lost in the the comparison to get lost in the more 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 and then like i literally like even when i started as an advisor this conversation would have been very counterintuitive to what i thought was important like when i came in i thought okay like what is my job my job is to get a better rate of return my job is to do this my job is to do that and it wasn't in the context of are people sleeping better at night in the beginning are people sleeping better at night are people living higher quality lives today not just waiting for some future event that something is going to work out um, so I love that you're having this conversation because it's very meaningful and it can be counterintuitive because a lot of financial conversations can, can be, can go as far as, Hey, what ETF do you guys like? Oh, I like this one. Oh, cool. Thanks. And it's like, that's not even close to what it should be like, or what it could be. And I think this is a perfect time to talk about the conference because uh, the speakers that you've got lined up are incredible, heavy hitting uh, physician speakers, uh, just an amazing breadth of knowledge and wisdom that's being represented there. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll give people the link. We'll give people a promo code. And, uh, but yeah, I'd love to hear about like, you know, 
I know we don't have time to talk about each of the nine speakers I think there are, um, but we can definitely dive in a little bit to the, the general, uh, you know, what are people going to take away from this conference? Yeah, you know what, Galen, I think you hit on such an important thing is we, we really got to get away from constantly comparing one another, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I measure up, right? You know, how much am I billing? You know, how much am I paying in tax? You know, how much, how good are my returns? How am I diversified as enough compared to somebody else? I mean, this has to be about us as individuals that we turn the cameras inward and look at what we need. Um, and a quote attributed to Neil Young, a Canadian singer, when he was asked about his net worth, um, his answer was enough, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, that he has enough, right? Cause I think that that is a very empty game oh, when yeah. we constantly chase something further and further. Um, and that's certainly been a, a, like a maturing that I've undergone. I mean, yeah, do I want to invest aggressively, build up and continue building up, you know, my real estate investments? Absolutely. Right. Do I have nice things in mind about what I want to do with the money in terms of travel and maybe a bigger home? Sure. But always within the context of I truly do have enough right now that other things mm. are nice to have, but are not needs. Yeah. Um, so I think it. that's important, right? Because right now, mm-hmm. I think work-life balance is an issue more than ever. And remember that whatever you're buying, mm-hmm. you're paying for with your time. And that's a very important reflection because very few physicians enjoy enough passive income that it it covers their living expenses and oh, yeah. um, and discretionary spending. That's an incredibly rare thing. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. I think that should be mm-hmm. the goal for all of us. Yeah. But realizing that that's rare. Right. So we have to ask ourselves, what are we willing to trade the hours of our life for to buy? And so, yeah, let me pivot to um, the wisdom mm-hmm. that's going to be offered by our speakers. And like, if you go to the website, uh, physempowerment.ca slash live, um, and Galen will have a link there I'll as well. Links everywhere, can, yeah. yeah, you can find me all over <laughs> Facebook and, and LinkedIn, um, although I'm not that social media savvy. Um, but the bottom line is you're going to see an outstanding lineup of speakers that hum that I am humbled to share mm. the stage with because they are truly, truly incredible physician leaders in our country who have brought these discussions so far along. Um, and I think what you're going to see is one of the nice, exciting parts about this is you're going to see different perspectives, mm-hmm. right? You're going to see different perspectives in terms of um, many different paths to reaching financial security. And, and realizing that there's no right and wrong here. Are there things you obviously have to do? Yes. Are there things you obviously have to avoid? Yes. But within that very wide spread is many different paths to move forward and reach financial security, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it should be about finding something that works for you as an individual and just listening to the perspectives being shared up on stage. Like just mm-hmm. listen and hear somebody's insights. Um, and I'll just, I'll, I'll name drop a little bit here, but I, again, I'm very honored to be sharing the stage uh, with these individuals. So obviously there is Wing, uh, Dimitri and I, and um, Wing, Dimitri and I have taught physician empowerment for years. Um, so we're kind of old hats, nothing exciting there. Well, I know we've always got new and exciting material, oh, yeah. but, but uh, Chada, if you haven't heard his podcast, Beyond MD, is just incredible the way he, he takes folks through um, complex financial topics and really breaks them down. And uh, Dr. Mamta Gautam, um, who is, you know, the founder of PeakMD, um, she does, she is Canada's leader 
in physician wellness and resiliency. Mm. And she's, you know, now also moved into leading and leadership and giving, mm-hmm. equipping physicians to become effective leaders. But it's one thing, and maybe I'll just segue into what, what her presence means is we're talking about a physician empowerment concept called you is the most important investment. That is, if you want to see success in your personal life, see success in your career as a doctor and see financial success, you have to constantly invest in your well-being, which means making time to sleep, making time to exercise, doing the things you would tell your own patient to do if she or he was burnt out and stressed out. Um, and, And the notion is that the more successful we are at taking care of ourselves, the more successful we are going to be across the three domains of our lives, our careers, personal lives, and financial lives. But it starts from within. Yeah. Um, so she's going to be sharing a lot of incredible insights along uh, along that, those lines. And of course, again, very honored to have Dr. Paul Healy. He and his wife, uh, Dr. Jane Healy, founded Physician Financial Independence, Canada's amazing uh, Facebook group where physicians mm-hmm. can come together and talk about these issues, right? And share. And we've got a resource that's within the profession, which again, I think is so, so powerful and important. Um, and we've also got Dr. Mark Soth, the Looney Doctor, and my goodness, he's got a webinar coming up. Uh, well, I don't know if this is. I'm going to do another webinar with him. We have a previous webinar, um, and we'll upload these onto the podcast for launching later this year. Uh, but Mark's just got this incredible analytical mind that he's able to just take people through, you know, understanding their portfolios and mm-hmm. tax efficiency. And the Q and A with him when we did our webinar earlier this year, I was just blown away oh, um, cool. because. Um, he can, you can just put him on the spot and ask him any question and he can take you right through that concept. It was pretty remarkable. Uh, Vuket Tran, another uh, amazing podcaster, How's My Financial Health Doc? And then of course, Dr. Mike Warner, uh, founder of Advisory MD. Mm. Um, so again, it's not about, um, you know, one path and it's not about like following some cookie cutter approach. It's actually about like taking time over the course of this conference to reflect on our lives. Look at people who have been successful in their own finances and hear what they've done and what you can incorporate into your own life, I think is so powerful and what I'm very, very excited about this year. Amazing. No, thank you for walking us through the lineup. Definitely. I've, I've, I've met, um, few people over zoom on that list i've been on a few podcasts uh coming up having a few of those people on my podcast leading up to the conference uh definitely i love what you're saying around like there's going to be a lot of different paths uh represented there and 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 the people the participants can come and look at which path might make the most sense for them or like maybe open their eyes to a new path that they hadn't considered um for sure because i know that there's a lot of a lot of knowledge a lot of people in there that have garnered experience in this this these themes now I want to make sure everyone. So I will post the link everywhere that I post this. I want to make sure everyone has it. So it's physempowerment.ca, which is p h y s empowerment.ca, and slash live uh, at the end. And then if you go and register, so it's uh, June uh, well fourth and fifth, but then you also have something on the Friday, right? Like so third, fourth, and fifth uh, with a virtual option. And if you put in the code, uh, the promo code Galen, which is my first name, G-A-L-E-N, you'll get a discount uh, for signing up. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. And and actually, what's really amazing about you know how the pandemic has changed how we do things is 
uh, the, even if you can't actually attend either in person or over the live stream, you can actually just watch the recording because oh, yeah. everybody, whether they attend live or um, virtually, is going to get access to the full recording of the weekend. Amazing. Um, so again, it's it's something that you have that you get to keep. You can reflect on. You can rewatch the parts that you missed or didn't understand or want to reflect on further. Um, so again, it's it's just another positive, exciting development um, that we we get to share this year. That's amazing. That's amazing. No, it's going to be amazing. I know you guys are working very hard for it to be a top-notch um, conference, and certainly with those speakers, I mean, you can't go wrong. <laughs> so, you, know, you know what? Honestly, awesome. <laughs> I, I'm extremely confident in, in what we offer. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, there aren't a ton of things that I'm confident about, but this is one of them um, that we provide incredible value. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, you know we call them the million dollar conversations. We sit down and have you know lunch with a colleague and mm-hmm. take them through mm-hmm. how to maximize their corporation and their tax planning and their investment strategies. I mean, you can just imagine what a whole weekend looks like, oh, right? Yeah. So, so I'm very confident in what we offer. I'm very confident that the time and the money spent um, joining us June 3rd to 5th is going to be well worth it in terms of bringing physicians to another level in their personal and financial lives. So again, I'm very excited about this. Amazing. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you so much for putting together this conference that I really see is coming from a, a place of love and wanting to care, like care for your fellow. Yeah, fans. honestly, it's a, we work so hard and we have been through so much. I mean, it, the job was difficult before the pandemic hit, right? We deserve to have better lives Absolutely. and deserve to have financial security. And that's that, That's the legacy I want to leave the profession I love that's it. what I hope is my contribution is that we've just improved our own lives and that we don't have to rely on government or the economy or the, the tax environment yeah. or even billings that we can just rely on ourselves and not alone, but together mm-hmm. is, is the dream, right? That we are all there to build one another up and support one another because this is not a zero sum game. We can all come out financially secure as a profession. I love it. I love it. Well, I think that's amazing. That, that's the dream. That's, awesome. that's the dream. Sorry, and I, I'm going to say one more thing. Go for it. You know, as we become financially secure, we can get more involved. And I'm not mm. just talking about research and education, but also administration. That we can sit on the committees that need to be sat on. Yeah. We can advocate for our patients. We can advocate for our communities. We can transform healthcare when we have more time. Financial security underpins that. Because it creates time in our schedules where we're not worried about billing, mm. we're not worried about overhead, and we're not worried about long-term you know, uh, returns that we can actually get involved in a meaningful way and transform the healthcare system that we work in. Yeah. So that, again, is a big part of what I want for Canadian physicians. I love it. Yeah, the impact of that, just huge. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, uh, Kevin, for being here, having this conversation. I appreciate you and appreciate everything you're doing. I'm very grateful to be here, Galen. Very grateful to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for having joined me on this episode of A Clean Bill of Wealth podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time to do so. It really warms my heart to see the numbers of people listen to each episode go up. It's just a lot of fun. Feel free to scroll through the other episodes. I've interviewed a lot of really amazing people and just want to get their insights out there to Canadian physicians. If you're left wondering anything about your financial plan, whether you're making the most of your corporation, are you on track for retirement, are there more efficiencies you could be finding? 
feel free to head on over to galenhelpsdocs.com. That's G-A-L-E-N helpsdocs.com. You can read more about the work I do, uh, my offer of fee-based planning, which is pretty popular among medical professionals where you pay for a plan, you don't have to buy a product. Go over there, click a button, book a free call. We'll have a quick conversation and see if you're a good fit for the fee-based services. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. Take care.